Welcome to the Love What You Create podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Mendoza-Jones, and I'm here to help you create the business you know you're here to create without stressing yourself out, going into mind drama, or burning yourself to a crisp. Instead, I'll teach you how to trust in your innate value, own your gifts, share them with the world, and magnetize clients, money, and opportunities towards you from your natural state. What does that mean? It means knowing that you belong in this room exactly as you are. It means the world needs all of you to show up, no perfection needed. And it means you're in exactly the right place here with me. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. So today I'm doing something that I've not done before. I am, I guess, reposting an episode an interview that I did with the beautiful Annabelle Matson, who's a client and a friend who has just finished, well, we've got one week left, but we're closing out this round of the Aligned and Unstoppable Mastermind. And she had me on her podcast earlier this year. It's called Steep Your Soul. It's beautiful. And we chatted about business and belief. And then she, you'll hear more about this in part two. So episode 25, if you tune into that. She'll tell you about the story of how it came to be that she decided to join the mastermind and how she'd been thinking about it and like not consciously really thinking about it, but it was brewing in her body. And I had been tapping into that. So I kept thinking, Annabelle's joining, Annabelle's coming. Like I just could feel her energy. And then, and then we talked anyway, you'll, I don't want to ruin the story because she tells it so beautifully in episode 25. So tune into this chat first. This is the one we had at the start of this year. And then tune into part two, which is like, I guess in a way, a beautiful continuation of the conversation. And we could talk for like the days if we had the space. So I think you'll really get so much out of both of these interviews. So here's this one. And then part two is ready for you whenever you're ready. I Oh, and then on that note, can't forget, I would love to invite you to work with me in the Aligned and Unstoppable Mastermind. We start on the 1st of September, applications close the 30th of August, and we flow for six beautiful months together after our beautiful immersive training. So we spend two deep dive days together, moving through all the concepts that that I teach to help you create and craft this potent these, these changes in your business to really step into, to help you and support you to step into the magic that it wants to flow through you and your business and to really help you activate and take ownership of the power that is yours, that is available to you by doing this belief change work and this energy work to really step into your biggest, boldest, most beautiful business vision and then to take the action that you want to take, which is usually like 10% or a lot less of the action that you might think you need because belief work is where we start and how we keep going coupled with this beautiful energy balancing and really like it's an it's like an it's we're alchemizing we're like taking what is wanting to be flowing through you and activating that and charging the air around you so that your demand catches up with your gifts and clients sign up out of the blue and you start to really feel like what you're working towards is working and what you're doing is like you take ownership of how you're doing it and how you're showing up and that it's just it's that's so powerful so we start with two days of that so I see it as like breaking open your business and then setting you up for our six months together it's going to be a really powerful 
immersive 2 days. So that's how we start and then we flow for 6 weeks. Sorry, 6 months of weekly coaching with um he, like lots of healing in there as well, lots of moving through stuff, lots of of processing the discomfort that comes up as well. I'll pop the link to learn more and apply if you want to apply in the show notes. It's cassiemendozajones.com forward slash mastermind. And I'm going to stop talking now and just move you into this beautiful interview with Annabelle. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. It's great to have you here with me. And in this episode, I've got another interview coming your way. I'm on a bit of a roll with interviews at the moment. I'm really enjoying this format and style. And in this episode, I'm chatting with the wonderful Cassie Mendoza-Jones. I'll introduce Cassie at the beginning of this episode. So if you don't know her already, but she's someone I have personally looked up to and admired for years, and she's been a wonderful mentor to me. I've done various courses of hers and we've stayed in touch during this time. And I thought it would be really great to have her on the podcast because she has so much gold to share about the journey of business, about rising into new levels of success and why our thoughts and beliefs and the stories that we tell ourselves really matter when it comes to creating more of what we want. So in this episode, we're chatting about our various business failures and what we thought about them at the time versus how we think about them now. What to do when you feel like things aren't going according to your plan. And I can't tell you the number of times I've experienced that. And what Cassie shares about this really feels like medicine to the soul. We discuss letting go of the pressure to find the right way to run your business or the right next step to take in your life and what to do instead. And Cassie talks about the importance of defining what success looks like in this season of your life. I thought this was brilliant, especially if you're working through a particular season like you're having children or you're finding that your energy is needing to be somewhere else and not all in work. It's so important that you update and review what success looks like for you with where you are right now. So we talk about all of this and more. Whether you're in business or not, I know this chat is going to feel like a big, deep exhale and a massive permission slip to feel good enough and successful with where you are. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. I'm really thrilled to be here today with Cassie Mendoza-Jones. Cassie's an author, kinesiologist, NLP practitioner, business alignment coach, naturopath, writer, and speaker, and a mom to two beautiful babies well one smaller baby and one slightly bigger baby (laughs) (laughs) and we're having a bit of a chat today about the journey of business so having belief in business creating success from what Cassie calls your natural state babies in business and sort of whatever else flows out of our chat today and I really wanted to start um, our chat Cassie by talking about Uh, how you navigate the ups and downs of the business journey and sort of what that looks like in practice for you. Because I think a lot of people would look at you and they would say, okay, you know, there's this successful Hay House author. She's got this beautiful business. You're so visible in what you do. And probably they think, well, everything you do must just work and everything you touch must turn to gold and it all just sort of must work out for you. But I know from... um, reading your books and being connected to your work that you've been really honest about that not always being your experience um, on your path. 
And that certainly made me feel better about my journey because I know that hasn't been my experience either. So I'd love you to tell us a little bit about a little bit more about that. Like how do you ride those highs and lows? Sort of what does that look like for you? Sure. So firstly, like so everything you just said then, I feel about, I have felt and sometimes do feel about other people and coaches and business owners that I look up to. I think that at like no matter where you are yes. in your business, firstly you're going to look up to people or you're gonna you're gonna see like the external result of their yeah. of their work and potentially make up a story of how they got there yes. like what they had to skip <laughs> over to get there or you might think mm. they have some superhuman brain they don't have you know human thoughts like I do about <laughs> where I am and how to get there but mm. I like and, and I think so to answer your question briefly and then I'll expand and I could literally talk about this for like the entire podcast episode but yeah anyway, totally beautiful <laughs> things to discuss but I I used to really ride the waves. Like I used to, what's the, like I used to really have highs and lows, like really, Mm. really go up and then really crash and burn. And it was, it was so based off what was happening outside of myself and externally. And that would really impact my results the next time because I'd create all these stories about myself. Like if I ran a workshop and I, in air quotes, only had 10 people sign up, I'd make up a story that, oh, obviously what I was doing wasn't working. You know, mm. I, I, wa- I, I wanted or I had the intention to have 20 people sign up and only 10 people signed up. So I'm obviously not good enough at marketing or selling. I obviously, maybe I've got some like huge block to whatever. And you could make up stories and then you believe them because like we believe our thoughts a lot of the time and we just yes. take them as fact. But how about if you looked at, so the, so the way I look at it now is I, and now with this new, like, deepening perspective on it I can look back at past situations in my over 10 is it over 10 yeah 10 and a half years of business Mm. and I can literally go back in time and heal the younger version of myself because of my thoughts now with all this beautiful hindsight so I can look back and think oh my gosh I went to like I once flew to Perth for a workshop and I had 11 people sign up and I was like okay I could have had 80 people like the room had space for like 80 people and I had 11 and I can look back and think that was that didn't work that was broken I you know didn't make a big profit because I flew to Perth and I love Perth and we were just talking about heat and I'm like I I would live in Perth because there's no humidity (laughs) (laughs) um but you know I spent money on airfares and accommodation blah blah and and I had 11 people sign up or I can look back and think I I spent three hours with 11 people and I could one thing I said could have changed the trajectory of their day or their week or their Mm. life absolutely and and what if I look back and I think what was wrong with like that that was working that Mm. is working what is like what proof do I have that that didn't work and that that wasn't the perfect amount of people for that workshop so I think if you can look at any situation you're in and think we often I think um jump to the conclusion oh this isn't working but what if this is working what if this is exactly what you need yes and exactly what your business can offer you and exactly what your clients need from you now for you to we we all have goals and ambitions but if you are too connected to your ambition that you can't enjoy being where you are right now you're actually never going to enjoy getting to your ambition or your goal because like this elusive finish line that you never get to isn't it 
and you keep pushing it back. So then you'll hit 15 enrollments and you'll think, oh, but I could have had 30. So obviously 15 isn't working. And obviously I'm not good at what I'm doing. And, and you can just make up all these stories. So when you can change your thoughts about where you are and what you've created and where you're going, the, the way I see it is like, instead of this really choppy ocean, mm. it just like levels out a bit because Absolutely. you'll have highs and lows because we're humans with human brains and that's life. Like there are just going to be days and moments where we feel um, like more heightened emotions and we feel more joy or we feel sad or we feel like that's just life. And to expect ourselves to live in our business, like in the energy of our business and not feel different things on different days is like, you're not, it like software like you're a human per- like you're a person working. <laughs> yeah you get to have those emotions <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and you need all of those to actually create the business that you want and show up mm-hmm. the way you want but honestly the biggest change for me and this is like relatively new like I'd say in the last six to 12 months of looking back and being able to heal that that version of myself and like talk to her like I will talk to the me of you know 2000 and 15 who spent like $30,000 over a few months creating this program or this set of programs that I loved but the way it all like played out afterwards and all my thoughts around it Mm. didn't match the reality or the results and it took me so long to heal from and that's how it's all good my second book came to be because there's just so many lessons there for me to learn but I look back and I'm like and I can I heal her from my thoughts now Yes, that's such a great way of looking at it. I love that. And I can definitely think about things in my own business that I had really high expectations of how things were going to go, you know, a program or an event. Mm. And as you say, only had this many turn up or this many purchases when you thought it would be this. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's amazing the way kind of life brings you, these people in, into, you know, your offerings because, you know, to the human mind, you're sitting in these feelings of it was a failure or it didn't make, meet my expectations or it wasn't enough. And then, you know, I found sort of a couple of years later, someone might circle back with you and say, you know, that event that you did mm. or that program that you did, you know, that changed so much for me. Like when you said this or yeah. that experience of being with those other people, I've just never forgotten it. And it changed so much for me after that day. And you realize like, oh, wow, that was perfect. That actually was exactly the way it was supposed to be. Exactly. And I think if we get too stuck in, um, in all the, like the stressy negative thoughts, Mm. not only do we look for evidence that it's not working. Yes. And we will probably find it if we go and look for it. Definitely find it if you look. It's like, it's like, you know, that I forget that there's a phenomena where if you, if you're, you know, it, like if you're buying a new car or something like all of a sudden, that's all you see on the road. Yes. Or if you've just like broken up with a partner, all of a sudden, everyone is holding hands and kissing. And you're like, what? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what is happening? So if you look for the evidence, you'll find it. But then on the other hand, if you look for the evidence that things are working, you'll also find that as well. Yes. And if you're stuck in what's not working, that's the energy that you show up with. Mm-hmm. So you're stuck and the energy of like this isn't working I'm not good at what I'm doing this is terrible I don't have enough people and then you try and like sell and invite people from that space yeah I'll be writing come and join me at my workshop what you're saying is even if you come it's not enough yes <laughs> I yes. need something from you I need you mm. coming to my workshop to prove to me that I am really good at what I'm doing mm. it's like you know if there's like a cafe that you love going to and you know they're kind of struggling or whatever and they're and they're like they're just they're desperate for you to go and buy coffee from them 
you kind of want to walk. I know it sounds mean, but like, you're kind of like, oh, I'm not getting a good vibe. Like you're too desperate for my coffee. And mm. I, I don't know, like maybe there's, I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go to that cafe where you can kind of see like it's thriving and it's yes. cool. and they make totally it, different energy of making coffee, not because they are desperate for you to buy the coffee from them. And the jump is, how do you get from that coffee shop that's struggling to that coffee shop that's thriving? And the difference is in our thoughts and our energy. Mm, it's not even in what you're doing. They might make better coffee at the struggling cafe, but it's about the energy that you bring to how you show up. And so to like circle back and answer that question again, how do you like ride the, the roller coaster of being in business and being an entrepreneur? I think that you allow, it's like there's two sides to it. You allow yourself to have the, those thoughts of up and downness, but you don't let the thoughts, you allow yourself to then like change and create new thoughts that will support and new beliefs to support the vision that you're building mm. and towards. And even if you don't fully, like you might, you might not fully believe a new thought that you say to yourself, because again, it's a human brain. You might've thought the other thought like 200,000 times. And now you're, in one second trying to believe something new so you can you can just believe it like one percent more today yes. than you did yesterday and then yes. just more like it might take you two years to fully step into that belief but if you're not rushing and you're in this for the long term what does it matter if you're doing if you're believing that for two years absolutely and I often say to clients you know you've been thinking this 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 way your whole life mm. so we've got to watch our expectations I think not only in in business and our results and sort of external outcomes but also in our own work and how we show up in our business and our thoughts and our beliefs don't we when we are committed to changing and and growing and evolving yeah there's been often patterns that we we have been running for our whole life so we need to be gentle with ourselves and know as you say like even if it took you two years to shift that 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 belief or that thought pattern wouldn't it be worth it? Because for the rest of your life, you know, you'd be thinking a different, different way. Yeah, exactly. And I also think on that note, there's, you know, at every level we reach within ourselves and our, and our businesses and how we show up, there's going to be new thoughts that we have to change. Absolutely. Yeah. I think sometimes we get, we reach a place and we're like, and and another thought comes up or the same thought, but in a different way or on a, you know, like you've reached another level. And then we berate ourselves and self, you know, judge ourselves for having that. Haven't I done this work before? I yes. think, why is this here again? Why is this here again? Like what's wrong with me? And then you judge yourself for judging yourself for having a thought. <laughs> and it's just like layer upon layer upon layer of judgment and criticism, mm. which just, I feel like embeds the thought in yourself even more. It's like, yeah. you know, if someone's upset or angry and you say to them, um, just calm down. Like they're, they're definitely not going to calm down. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Um, and I noticed with my toddler and so she's going to be three next month. And if I, if she's having a meltdown and I, and I just let her have the meltdown and I'm mm. just like, I'm here with you. I'm next to you. I'm sitting with you. I'm here with you. You can cry. And I literally repeat over and over. I'm here with you. I'm next to you. I'm here with you. I'm listening to you. I'm here for you. And I said over and over again, her meltdown it, it resolves like she resolves it within herself so much faster yes then if I lose my patience and I'm like oh like like can you just I just need to put your shoes on can we just get out the house the meltdown is like guaranteed to be mm-hmm. extended mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's how that like so if you do that to yourself that's how you will then like it's almost like 
if you just could do that once or twice for yourself, just let yourself have the feelings and say, yes. to yourself, I'm here for you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm here for you. And then like on this lovely side note, she modeled that to our son who's five months old. So oh, that's so beautiful. Car, she'll yeah. be in the car in the back and quietly, like not for me and my husband to hear, she'll say, I'm here for you, baby. I'm listening. I'm here for you. Like it's, Oh my gosh. So beautiful. I'm here for you. I'm not leaving you. Because if I put him down and I walk away for a minute and he like wants me, I'll say, it's okay, Bobby. I'm not leaving you. I'm not. And she'll say, I'm not leaving you. I'm here for you. So that, that, that compassion, if you can give yourself that Mm. and imagine the difference within yourself, if you could just say, I'm, I'm having like a stressy thought. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in lack right now. Me being in lack doesn't, mean I am in lack I'm having a thought that I am in lack I'm having a thought that I am not in sufficiency and that I'm not sitting in abundance that doesn't Mm. mean it's true it's it's just a thought yes and then if you could just look for all the evidence of the opposite or even give yourself permission to just as I said before have a one percent more belief than you did two minutes ago and then you know tomorrow you'll say I'll have I have I believe this even more within myself or create you know say I'm I'm like one of my coaches it's like she says to create a bridging thought so I'm willing Mm. to believe that I'm that I can be insufficiency so you don't have to be like a hundred percent I'm this is this is who I am now (laughs) you can be like I'm the person I'm the kind of person who can start to believe this about myself yes like that changes everything and then even if you can just say I'm starting to believe this about myself your energy will shift. You'll take different actions. You'll feel, you'll, you'll just feel better within yourself. But, mm-hmm. um, oh, that's what I was saying. So at every level, you might have a different thought and it's not about judging yourself for having the thought again. It's just like, okay, I'm having this thought. There's obviously something else there for me to work on or deepen. And that's the other beautiful yes. thing. When we're working in our businesses, especially if you're, if you're coaching, what you have gone through and what you're deepening is what your clients need the most. Yeah, so, and you're often invited to go through it first, aren't you? And then exactly. that's what you teach. Yeah. Yes. You, 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 you mm. like, and we were just talking before about like nanny drama, um, and 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 like childcare for having space to to work and create. Me going through that is going to be helpful when I have clients going through that. Mm-hmm. And so when you go through it, it it's it's one you know there's one benefit of just being like part of this is just for my evolution and growth. But there's also a benefit to being in that because then your clients, when you move through it, you will create all these lessons and insights that will support your clients' growth as well. Absolutely. And it's it's so crazy, I think, when you're in this in the space of coaching or helping others, how real and true that is. You know, I can't tell you the number of times where I've been working through something personally and then you know, not necessarily mastered it or being perfect with it or come out the other side, but learned enough of the lessons to then have that wisdom or to have something of value to offer others and then seeing it show up and not just one client, but in multiple clients, you know, and it's, it just really shows how our work is, is really guided in that way. Yeah. I think also this sort of links to a quote that I love that um, that you talk about, which is having deep belief and light attachment. Yes. So I, I wrote that in Aligned and Unstoppable because I was, it was part of this evolution and growth of, okay, I really deeply want to um, 
I want to strengthen my belief in what I'm creating and what I'm doing and where I'm going. But I also have realized time and time again that I cannot become attached to a specific out, um, outcome or a specific timeline or a specific, yes. even um, even the even a specific process, like how it's going to happen. Yeah. I can't attach to that. And that's the biggest thing for me, releasing, sorry, not the biggest, one of the biggest things, releasing the how. Because mm-hmm. you might have, a, you probably have a really big idea or you can feel the energy of where you want to be and where you see yourself. And you might have absolutely zero idea how it's going to happen. But when you believe in yourself enough to take, you know, to move towards that, the how kind of magically falls away and falls into place. At yes, all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, at the same time. And instead of trying to focus on all the actions to do and like creating this hectically long to-do list and like ticking a million things off and putting yourself into burnout and mm. hustling to get there because you think that only the actions that you take will impact yourself yeah. and your and the outcome, you actually get to do it from that energy of sufficiency and and trust in yourself. Yes. And connecting to like something that I love to do is connect with my future self. So the same way that I can look back and like heal past casts, mm. which I think also, not I think, I know. So from NLP and kinesiology, if you do past, you know, timeline healing, it actually still has ripple effects today. So you, you heal something from five years ago and energetically it ripples, you know, like that idea of like a butterfly flaps its wings in Brazil and there's a, hurricane in I don't know wherever yes we, we, we're kind of doing the same thing but in a really positive way but just energetically on your own timeline so I did the same thing but looking forward so I connect with future me and I talked to her about you know if I have like a really big goal or dream and I probably don't know how it's going to happen I might say to her um what do I need to step into to move towards that who do I need who do I need to be it's not always like what action do I need to take because mm. like sometimes I will ask that, but I'm not, it's not like I can tell the future, right? So it's not like I get this, oh, you. Uh, this is the only one right way to do this. If you don't take this left turn, <laughs> you will never get to where you want to be. I always say there's, there are countless ways to get to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. But when you just hold space for that bigger vision and you connect with your future self and you, and you ask them, who do I need to be to get there? What, what do you need from me? What's the... What's something that I can be embodying or believing about myself or, or letting go of to move closer towards you? Yeah. And I also love to do it with Oracle cards. So I'll just connect with my future self and pull a card and just that might give me a message or it will give me a message or some insight for the, for the rest of my day. Or if I start to, if my brain starts to tell me thoughts like you'll never get to where you want to be, this is hard, this isn't working. I still have thoughts, this isn't working. And then I catch it and I'm like, just because I thought it's not working doesn't mean it's not working. It's just yeah. a thought out of fear or lack or scarcity or whatever it is. Yeah. And I, 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 oh, I then bring myself back to the joy. And I think, okay, if I had to do this for the next five years and I didn't get paid at all, what would still feel fun for me to do? Mm, that's such a good question to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, everything, other things will fall away because you stop doing like the busy work that isn't actually bringing you joy and not taking you closer to where you want to be yeah and it's like oh you know what I'm just going to write something really lovely for the people who I can help the most today and 
it's it can be really unedited and it just can flow and then you can post it and then it's not even for the purpose of you know it's not like if you're in a launch and you're feeling stressed you're like well if I just go get a manicure and have swim then if that means I'm looking after myself then that means someone will sign up right because that's like how it works (laughs) I've totally done that before I've been like I have it's gonna take time off Surely that's about receiving. (laughs) Like sometimes it happens, right? Like, but it's more about our energy. Energy in that. So we can take the time off, but then if we're sitting there up in our heads, stressing out about it, overthinking, it's sort of working, two things are working against each other. Exactly. So it's like, take that time off and rest. But if your expectation is that the rest will still bring you, you Mm. know, more clients will sign, you're not really doing it for the for the right reasons like you're not doing yes. it for joy and for yourself and to fill your cup so um it's so important to just know that like you create your own safety yes yeah absolutely yeah. and it's it's all within you and I think that piece around the how you know whether you're in, in business or not in business that that piece around the how how do I get there I, I know that a lot of people in my community really struggle with that trying mm. to work out so you know, how am I going to get there? And it sort of becomes this thing that we externalize. It's like, I've got to find that one right way or that one path or that one action that's going to, to get me there. And then we might discover something that feels right. And then we get up in our heads thinking like, well, is this the right way? Because I've got one shot at this and there clearly is just one way to make this happen. And so it creates so much overwhelm that we end up spinning our wheels and sort of not moving anywhere so I love what you're talking about where it's like this is about um sort of an embodiment like what do I need to embody and then through that it's like there are multiple paths that can emerge from there and there isn't the pressure to do one thing no it's it's so it's so freeing and there's this beautiful Mm. book um it's fiction the midnight library by Matt oh my gosh can't remember I don't I can't believe I don't remember his name Matt Haig I think a quickly um, he's he's amazing and it's so it's fiction but he writes a lot about um in general like in his work he's got this beautiful instagram as well he writes a lot about i think it's matt haig h-a-i-g yes he writes a lot about um the what's it called quantum realm and like mm. quantum leaps and quantum fit all of that so did I get that word right? Yeah. Sorry. I've still got slight baby brain syndrome, I think, <laughs> which is actually a beautiful thing to have, not dissing it. Um, but in this book, I won't give too much away, but basically this woman can, can choose different possibilities of her life. And mm. what you learn is that there's no right and there's no right and wrong. Yes. There's just, there's no right or wrong. And we are, especially like in school we're brought up to really it's entrenched in us there is one right answer maybe this yes. is why I hated math so much and didn't do it for my final year because <laughs> like, there isn't one right answer I know that one plus one equals two but like what if <laughs> no <laughs> did you also not do maths for your last year uh no I don't think I did it. I was yeah. never good at maths yeah not, not a strength it. of mine yeah I, I remember there was like six of us who didn't do it and we would sit outside on in the because we had a free period and we were just like bask in the glory of not being in maths while everyone else was in maths it was the best Um, and so and also one of those guys is now a doctor so you don't need to do maths to like do I don't know science and medical stuff anyway so what I just love is that that from this book it's this extra this woman is just given all these extra possibilities of her life and she chooses Mm. all these different you know paths and and then I won't tell you how it ends but like 
there's no right or wrong. So yeah, from school, we're like, we're trained to believe there's one right answer and you either get marked really high and you move up and you're the top of the class or you get marked really low and then, you know, there's something wrong with you and your brain doesn't mm. work the way everyone else's brain works and, you know, you need extra help. Yeah. And that's just not how, that's just not how we need to show up in our adult lives. And yes. just, even if you've got kids, there's beautiful ways to help support them through that as well. Um but there's just no, there's no right or wrong. And when we can let ourselves know that actually I, I like to have this underlying belief that whatever choice I make, even when I'm at the beginning of it and I, and I see two choices, whatever choice I make was the choice that I was always going to take, make. Mm. And it really helps with that because I'm the absolute queen of looking back and being like, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yes. Like if, if I, I had taken that one, then know, I wouldn't be here yeah. or things would be different. Yeah. But I'll yeah. even do it like if I go for lunch and I order like the salad and not the sandwich and then I'll see someone get the sandwich <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I really should have got that. That looks really good. My husband's like, "Why? it doesn't matter. We can come back and you can get the sandwich next time. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but it is like, it is really freeing if you just believe. Well, there's two things. You can, you can believe that whatever decision I was going to make is the one I was always going to make Mm -hmm. and also you can believe I never make a mistake in my business yeah absolutely and I think when you know you've talked about you've been in business sort of 10 plus years Mm -hmm. I'm coming into my seventh year of business and I think when you have a bit of water under the bridge in that way you do have that gift of hindsight don't you where you can look back and you go that seemed like such a failure at the time, but I, I so see why that happened or I yeah. know why I made that choice or I know that's why that worked out because it led to this awareness or it made me realize that I didn't want to do it that way actually and this way was so much better. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, there really is never a wrong choice or yeah. a wrong action. It's all, it's all pieces of the puzzle kind of it, that are building out our path in life and in business. Yeah, and it's also our, our thoughts and our expectations. Like if you if mm. you ha- if you don't think it's a failure simply yeah. because of your thoughts, then it's not a failure. <laughs> so like, yeah. and then on the other <laughs> exactly. hand, if you do, you can get you can berate yourself for years over something mm. that you know someone else might look at and be like, oh, but that just happened that way because of this, you know. And it doesn't mean any. You don't need to make it mean anything about who you are. Yeah, and I think there's really there's power in both because there's still so much power in thinking you you've thinking you've made a mistake or thinking you failed because there's such growth there but there's also real beauty in knowing I didn't make a mistake but I'm learning something from this I didn't fail I'm learning that didn't go the way I expected it to but why do my expectations mean you know I'm not I'm not like we can create our reality but you also sometimes have really we can have really high expectations that Mm -hmm. don't match where what happens in reality and that's just a thought that we can change around what happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that will have such a big, big impact on our ability to, on what we do from here, you mm. know, and our ability to show up again, to try again, to step out again. It's the story or the meaning that we create to the results and outcomes that exactly. I think has such a big impact on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you talk about creating um, success from your natural state, which I think is so beautiful. Can you talk us through, like, what do you mean by that? Yes. So what I mean by that is showing up as all of yourself without hiding yourself or shaming yourself or keeping yourself small or thinking, Mm. I can only be successful when, when I've 
lost weight, when my skin is clearer, when I've yeah. done that course, <laughs> when I've done it, when my hair is lighter or darker, when I am two years into my business, when I'm 10 years into my business, I can only be successful when I have X amount of followers on Instagram or this many mm. on my email list or this many clients. This and many testimonials, many these testimonials. people talking about me. Yes, because yeah. it can just go on and on and on. You can have a laundry list of reasons why you can't be successful yet or mm. do what you want to do yet or whatever it is. And success from your natural state is so many things. Firstly, it's it's understanding what success in this season of your life looks like. Oh, yes. 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 So for me right now, I've got a nearly three-year-old and a five and a half month old success for me in this season of my business and life is different to what success looked like before I had children. And it's Mm. going to be different to what success will look like in five years when, you know, my kids are in school and it'll be different to what my business will look like in 10 years. So Mm. I have to evolve what my definition or what the feeling of success is to match the season of my life so that my reality and my thoughts feel really good. Like my thoughts are, are helping where I am, where I'm yes. at. Yes. But also it's about understanding that from your natural state, you can decide that you are successful right now. You mm. don't actually need more of anything to just allow yourself to feel successful right now. There's no rule book that you have to tick off. I can only be, you know, so-and-so said, I can only be successful when this these things have happened like that doesn't exist and it doesn't matter where you are in your business if you've worked with one client or you have a million dollar company Mm. you actually can give yourself permission immediately to feel successful and be successful and to be like this is working where Mm. where I am is working and when you are in that space the way I say it it's like the hustle drops away immediately the pressure the shoulds um the the racing to get to where to, to get to where you think you need to be, to be the person you want to be, that falls away. Because when you get there, you're going to be the same person. You're just going to be racing to the next goalpost. Like There'll said, be another one. Yeah. There'll be something else. And so it's this like removing the pressure and the shoulds of where you think you need to be, to be who you want to be and being that person now. It's similar to t- talking to your future self. Who do I need to yeah. be to move towards? Oh, I can just be that now. Mm. And there's so much freedom that comes from that, isn't Mm. there? It's like, and there's the joy and the fulfillment. I think we miss out on, um, you know, if we're talking about specifically in sort of the coaching space, if we feel like we have to have more money or more clients or some version of success in order to feel successful, Mm -hmm. we miss out on the the joy that's here and the fulfillment that comes from the work we are doing now and the impact that we're creating in our work now, you know, the there is a lot of that here now if we're willing to see it and recognize it and that comes from giving yourself permission to to say yes this is success and this is success for me now yeah and it's also like you know if you if you've worked with x amount of clients and you have x amount of dollars in your bank account but you constantly tell yourself and the energy of your business that that's not enough yeah what is going to change you might have a thousand dollars in your account or ten thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars but if it's never enough it's never enough yeah and you might have one client or ten clients or a hundred clients but if you're always looking for more clients and not seeing them as the people that they are that you can help yeah and that's that's like one of the biggest purposes of your business it's not just to have you know to support yourself and to have joy in what you're doing but it's because Mm -hmm. you love like you have to release this beautiful work that's coming out to help people and you love helping your clients then it's like jumping on a client call and saying, look, you're really nice, 
I really like working with you, but you're not enough. I, yeah. I just have one of you. I need 20 more. And when I have 20 more of you, I will feel successful. Yeah. That client's going to feel horrendous if you ever said that, you know? <laughs> and so being able to say to yourself, what I have right now is enough. And mm. what I have right now is exactly what I need to help me move to the next. Yeah. But also then embodying who you want to be in that next like version means you're mm. always going to be allowing yourself to enjoy where you are while moving forward without rushing. Yes. So one thing that I love to say, especially from um, the like the business and babies coaching that I do when your your like your time changes after babies, um, or really anytime you are just looking after or doing something that's not about you. But mm. I, I love to to look at all the time you have is all the time you need to whatever it is. So yes. the same kind of thing can be said when you're working towards something big. It's like, why are you rushing? Like, what if you just took a really beautiful amount of time to get there? What, why do you have to race and rush? It's not the idea of racing and rushing. is like you're telling yourself, if I don't get there immediately, I'm not going to get there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas if it's already true for you, there's this beautiful quote from A Course in Miracles, um, those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. Without anxiety. <gasps> I love that quote. So <laughs> you just exhale, exhale, don't yeah. you, when you hear that? Yeah. I love that quote so much. And so yeah. that is the energy of sufficiency and trust mm. and belief. Oh, I'm going to get there. Or as one of my mentors, um, Alexandra Franzen says, I'm going to get there or somewhere better. Yeah. I've, I've, I just, I write that everywhere because I'm obsessed with it. I'm going to get there or somewhere better. And that also means you don't have to worry about the how. Because like, yeah. does it matter how you get, how you get there? Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> imagine if I said to you, I'm going to take you on this incredible um, holiday to Hawaii for a month. You're going to have the absolute best time when you get there. It's going to be glorious. Just meet me at the airplane, at the airport, get on this plane, and I'm going to take you there. You wouldn't be like, okay, but where are we stopping? Are we stopping in Singapore or like, are we stopping in Hong Kong or Abu Dhabi? Like, I just need to know how we're getting there. All the nuts and bolts. Yeah. Yeah. And like, am I going to be sitting in like seat 16A or 14B? And like, just tell me what movies are they playing? What foodies? You'd be like, oh my God, I'm there. I just, you know, like, it doesn't matter how you get there. Yeah when you're doing it from a space of belief and joy. And as you said, like from your natural state, without hustling, without thinking you need to be someone else, without putting pressure on yourself to be somewhere else, to Mm -hmm. just allow yourself to be where you are and to allow yourself to be all of yourself. Your clients don't want a cookie cutter, perfect human, which Mm. doesn't exist. They want to know that, you know, I'm hiring this person or I'm working with this person because they've, been where I've been and it doesn't matter even if you're selling product like every product I know that is created by someone from like a heart centered place is because they needed that like the nappy bag that I have was created because the mom was like nappy bags suck and I need more pockets right so now <laughs> I have a nappy it. bag that has more pockets yeah. and everything like it's just the skincare that I use by Zoe Foster Blake, so I'm obsessed with her and I'm her biggest fan. She created that because she's like, skincare is complicated and it doesn't need to be. I'm going to create skincare that is simple and beautiful. So mm. everything we do is because in our business, 99% is because we know that it could be done differently and we can help our clients fast track their results. Mm. But you still have to be a human to do that. You still yeah. have to be all of yourself to do that. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. To be human, especially Mm. when you're in the coaching, healing, helping space, like it's okay. This sort of circles back into sort of what we're talking about earlier around the highs and the lows and and allowing 
you to have the human experience, you know, not mm. placing this expectation on you being a robot where you don't feel any of that stuff. Like yeah. it's sort of okay to bring all of that. Yeah. Because yeah. also imagine if your client comes to you feeling really emotional and in a heightened state and really mm. stuck in self-judgment and scarcity and comparison. And if you don't allow yourself to meet them where they're at, how can you ever coach them through that if you've never yeah. felt that? It's, yeah. It would be like, imagine if an astronaut came to me and was like, so I'm having these problems getting to space. And I'd be like, literally do not, cannot help you. Like no idea. No idea. Or yeah. like space food, potentially. Like here's some dehydrated strawberries. Enjoy your trip to the moon. <laughs> if I was an astronaut who trained as an astronaut, I would be able to say, oh, you have to do this and then this and then check that. But mm. if I've never done that or never been through it, I can't help anyone. And that's not to say that like, you are always exactly where your client is. Like you might've gone through it, uh, you know, 20 more times on different levels. So you yes. just have a different dimension of, of growth and knowledge and wisdom to impart and to share. Absolutely, and we're not yeah. always our own ideal client. Like there are going to be times when you coach and you work with someone or you serve someone and they're not exactly where you've been, you know, that, but there's still some huge, there's still a reason why they've come to you and you can still yeah. help so greatly. Even if in your head, like I used to have this fear of coaching someone who in my head I had deemed more successful mm, but if yes. they had met in my head if they'd made more money than me or if I if, if my thoughts were like they are more successful than you I'd yeah. be like how can I coach them what do I have to offer here? what do I have to offer yeah. like I'm just that I'm gonna be they're gonna catch me out as a fraud and this is gonna be terrible and I'm gonna be so embarrassed and and then I realized they've come my clients get exactly what they need from me so if they're coming to me maybe what they need from me has nothing to do with my thoughts that they are more successful than me. And I have to, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I have to release those thoughts or I won't be able to help them. Yes. And then I can be sure they'll be more successful than me because I will hold myself back from coaching clients who mm. have come to me for a reason. Mm. And that there's, yeah, it, like I've believed that deeply since I started as a naturopath 11 years ago and I went to um, herbal medicine like formula creating seminar and this naturopath that I look up to so much yeah. um she's just amazing and she said you, there were 50 of us in the room and it was like a big you know formulation for beginners even though we'd all trained we were all naturopaths and she said uh, here's a case study of a client write out your herbal formula and we all wrote out a formula and she said each one of you will have a different formula but you will all be right and ah. every formula would help your the, this one client. They're going to be different. Even if it's like, you know, I gave 50 mil of withania and 40 mil of passion flower. And this person gave 50 mil of withania and, and 30 mils of passion flower. It's still the right. It's still right. It's still mm. going to work. Mm. And that was just such a beautiful thing to take on because it just imbues you with this absolute confidence that whatever my clients, like my clients get exactly what they need from me. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if sometimes that is like I once had, this has only happened once, but um, in, in, in this way, I had a client come to me for a kinesiology session years ago and she was, you have to have a trust in the practitioner or in kinesiology or in energy work to have a kinesiology session, or you have to be open to the, tr to trusting it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not, there's a process to it, but it's not like it's, there's an, it's energy work. There's like a little bit of magic in it, you know? Yeah. And she was so in her head and she just wanted to know everything I was doing and why it was working and what was happening and how I was getting the responses I was getting from her body and da, da, da. And she did not enjoy the session at all. 
it was I could, like I couldn't help her enough to in the way that I thought that I should to like help her move out of her head mm. and she didn't enjoy the session she didn't get what I thought like or what other clients would have gotten out of it and she never came back but that was what she needed from me absolutely it was yeah yeah definitely and yeah. I've also found that you know releasing my idea of what this should look like and mm. really it's I found so much over the years that it's it is such a guided experience. I know that this person has come to me for a reason and there yeah. is something that's supposed to occur here. Yeah. And I get to show up um, in the best possible way and in, in service to this person and yeah. it will play out exactly the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of touched on um, looking at, you know, your definition of success based on the season of life that you're in. Yeah. So what are some of the ways that you define success for yourself now in this season of life that you're so in now? In this season, I define it not so much in terms of monetary, like not in terms of simply looking at the numbers in my bank account. Mm. I want to be having fun when I'm working because yes. if me working is taking me away from my babies, then it, it has to, to be, be Yeah. It has to be fun. And, and the, the, biggest thing for me at the moment actually is moving out of any any hustle energy so any any energy that is like I have to get this done now if I don't get this done now I have to wait you know a day or two or three because before babies I worked four days four, five, like five days a week maybe a Friday was a really chill not full day yeah but if I didn't get something done on a Monday night Monday afternoon I could start it on Tuesday morning no worries. Not no worries. Just yeah. moving on to my next day. But with with my babies, the way my like with my little ones, the way my schedule and everything is set up is I don't last year before my son was born, I did have consecutive days of work when my daughter was at preschool. But and I will actually now, but he's only literally this is my last week of mat leave, like air quotes, because I've kind of been doing bits and pieces. But um if I do something during a nap on Monday morning, I might not get to finish it till like Thursday afternoon. So yeah. I have to, it's such a blessing and such a joy to move out of the hustle energy that's that keeps you like just, you know, like a duck swimming. Like you might feel like you're cruising, but you're just expending so much energy. So for me, at the moment, success is just trusting that I have so much time to do everything I'm doing yeah. and also what I find is that when I sit down and I and I and I feel really content in the time that I have I really enjoy what I'm doing it's not about getting more done or less done like it's not about being more productive or or anything like that I just enjoy what I'm doing and I don't feel I'm not measuring my productivity by what I get done in yeah. a certain time frame which yeah. is life-changing and I want to have fun when, when I'm doing what I'm doing I want to have fun selling I want to have fun coaching I want to have fun writing I want it to be fun of course there's going to be times where it's not always fun and there's going to be like you know hurdles or like things that I have to overcome or work through or and thought work like I'm still a human who when I launch something I still have thoughts of no one's going to want it no one's going to buy it and I have Very to coach normal, isn't it? yeah <laughs> I have to coach and be like that's just a thought yeah. that is not true I let's find the evidence to prove that that is not true mm. <laughs> and then what can we do from that space of knowing that there is always someone waiting to my my new thing is there's always someone talking themselves into working with me and yes. I'm like how lovely is that to just like show up and talk about your work and just be in that energy of like 
And I know that's true for me. Like I, I even will go like there's markets on today down the road for me and I love them. They're on every Thursday and I always go and get a falafel wrap and it's like the best thing ever. And there's this candle stall and I bought one last year and there's another candle that I want. I just don't want it yet. Mm. But like that's in my periphery. Like one day I'll buy that candle. I just don't need it yet. Like I'm still mm. burning what I've got. It's lovely. I'll get it soon. But that's me still like in a way talking myself into buying that candle. When that um, candle stall holder lady sees me walking past, she might have the thought, oh, she hates my candle. She never wants to buy my candles for me. Or, or she bought one and she obviously hasn't bought another one because she hates the candles that I make. Mm. She doesn't know that I walk past every week and think that's the one I'm going to get soon, you know? So that's that energy of like just trusting that there are always more people ready and waiting to work with you, buy mm. from you, you know, hire you is it really, it's, it's like overcoming the own objections in your brain of I'm terrible at this. Yeah. <laughs> this working. It's going back to that. Stop looking for what's not working. Cause that's all you'll find. Yes, absolutely. Look for what's working. Look for where there's sufficiency, look for where there's joy. And that's what I'm leaning into. I'm leaning into joy and sufficiency. And, you know, it also means that when my baby comes back, like he's on a walk with the nanny now, when he comes back and he, you know, I pick him up, I'm going to be calm because I would have just been working from a space of like this energy of, I have enough time. I'm uh. doing this work from joy. I love what I'm doing. And, and I'm not rushing. Whereas imagine if I'm like stressing and I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm not going to get enough done. And I, you know, the nanny's leaving at this time and oh, another day where I didn't get what I wanted to get. And I pick him up. That's not, I'm going to still be thinking about work and not thinking yeah. about then moving back into like, you know, putting my work to the side and moving back into mum mode. Not that you ever leave mum mode, but like moving back into, you know, just being present with him. So it's really important, the thoughts that we have around who we are and our where we are and our, our concept of ourselves and our identity. Mm-hmm. It all plays into how we show up and then what, what we create from that. Absolutely. And I feel just there seems to be like a bit of a theme, I think, just from my conversations that I've been having with people at the beginning of this year, that ease is very much an experience that people want to be creating this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, it's about the practical things we can be doing to, to create an experience of ease in life and in business. But I've found, and I've just done a podcast episode on this, it's actually so much more about an inner journey around how yes. we allow ease yes. and kind of what, what's connected to that. So I guess the next question I wanted to ask, which I feel is sort of connected to this, is like, why is belief so important in business? And why is it so important to have a foundation of belief? And do you see there being a connection between trust and belief in ourselves and creating the experience of ease in our business and in life? Yes, absolutely. So, so okay, two parts. But the first thing is like, imagine you're driving along and you, you're, you're expecting ease. You want ease and you're expecting ease and then you hit traffic. And your thought is, well, if I was in ease, I wouldn't have any traffic. There'd be no <laughs> traffic. I would just get green lights because that's what ease and alignment is, right? Mm. Versus driving along, you're creating a sense of ease within yourself and you hit traffic and you think, I'm in traffic. And that's the, the thought. Like it's mm. the, there's no more to it. You, you can it's still be in ease when you're stuck in a traffic jam because you can create your own sense of ease. And as we said before, your own sense of safety and your own sense of alignment. And it's, it's, it's ease to me. It's like 
hitting a hurdle or a roadblock and being able to move through it or around it or under it or over over it or you move it through you know like it's not about everything being smooth sailing all the time it's how you respond and and it's actually that how you respond versus how you react to the things that are happening in your life and a big part of that is bringing awareness to what's going on and your thoughts and your feelings and how you're then responding because we can either unconsciously react to everything in our life or we can consciously respond to things Mm. and that and that then plays into our beliefs because if you are unconsciously if your beliefs if you're not conscious to your beliefs and you think that they're thoughts that are true you're going to create so much more work for yourself. You're going to be constantly trying to clear stuff within yourself mm. and process stuff over and over again instead of allowing yourself to change your thoughts without the change needing to mean anything. Yeah. So it's Absolutely. like I've had the thought of let's go back to this isn't working and this is working because it's so simple but so powerful. So if you constantly think this isn't working, I'm doing something wrong, this isn't working, you're allowed to look to change that thought and say, what if this was working? What if this is what I needed? Yeah. And in that change, not judging yourself for having the change. So you don't have to think, okay, I'm going to change my thought to this is working. But because I had to change that thought, that obviously means I'm like making this up. And then you start to gaslight yourself for how you could change <laughs> <Yes>. your thought. <laughs> like, oh, and then it's another level of stress that you're creating. And it's like, no, wait, if I had the thought, this isn't working and I'm just allowing myself to maybe you know maybe potentially try and start believing that this is working mm. I'm just going to work with that I'm not going to judge myself for change for having the thought and I'm not going to judge myself for changing my thoughts because our thoughts will create our thoughts are then what we make manifest in the world and what we change mm. and like I'm not saying this that if you have a fear of you know god forbid touch wood having a car accident that you're going to create the car accident like I'm that's not what I'm saying but if you, to go back to the traffic, if you, if you drive along the roads and you're like, anytime I get into a car, into traffic, I'm just going to like, that means that I've taken the wrong turn or taken the wrong, like this should have been an easier, breezier road for me. This is taking me too long. I've done the mm-hmm. wrong thing. I should have gone that road. You're just going to create stress for yourself versus the exact same path that someone else could be taking. Like someone in the car next to you could just be having the best time listening mm. to a podcast, having 20 minutes to themselves without anyone else talking to them or having to wash dishes or do anything. They're having a different experience in the same traffic jam because their thoughts are different. Mm. And it's Absolutely. so freeing that you can change your thoughts and then you change your feelings and your energy and then you show up so differently. Yeah. And nothing was different. It's the same weather. It's the same day. It's the same red traffic light, but your thoughts were different. Mm. yeah and I think you know we're recording this at the beginning of a new year I think that's that's a really important message to really let it sink in in us because sometimes there's a bit of like all or nothing thinking that Mm. comes up like oh well this isn't working so this must be the wrong business there must be something else that you go and search for that right business or that right new direction or this job isn't you know, I'm, I'm experiencing all of this, but that must mean the answer is to leave my job or, you know, we can think about it in a relationship sense. Like yeah. I, I've got to like just dump and run more or less. Um, but it's, as you say, it's, it's sometimes the answer is to pivot and change in, mm. in that way. But often I find the answer is actually not that it's to change our thoughts, our beliefs, change the energy that we're interacting yeah. 
with that stuff in and and our whole experience of it changes as a result totally and there's that saying wherever you go there you are yeah so that's you know if someone if someone's like I just need to escape I just need to go on a holiday I'll just I feel so much better when I'm away and then they get away and they're like damn it (laughs) (laughs) I'm still here (laughs) I'm still here (laughs) and that's the same thing so you could be as you said you could change businesses change jobs change whatever and if you haven't dealt with your thoughts and your energy and your feelings about where you are, yeah. um, you'll just get the same pattern might happen. And then you'll just find another thing to blame. Mm. And again, I'm not trying to say this to like make you gaslight yourself or make any, you know, make anyone gaslight themselves. Cause sometimes there are things we just have to change. Like sometimes yeah. there are situations where it's like, this honestly like is, is not where I'm supposed to be. I, I the, my next step is to leave this job. What is to leave yeah. this relationship? So it's not about just, Gritting, gritting your teeth and burying it and saying it's just my thoughts it's just my thoughts like you yeah. can still change your thoughts and also know that you need to exit something and it's, move exactly. on yeah um but I just think it's really fascinating as you said it's I think sometimes we underestimate it to, to like circle back to the beginning where we were speaking about seeing other people's success and creating a story or, or making it like their journey was so much easier mm. if we are going to look at like if we if we're looking to quit something that feels hard or if our businesses feel too too much too hard too heavy sometimes we are under because we've got a story oh that so and so they did that so easily they did that in yeah. 3 years or 5 years i'm obviously yes. doing it wrong because i haven't done it then what if you just changed your definition a of what success would look like in this season b what if you told yourself that this was already working and c what if you let yourself give yourself more time and maybe work in a different way mm. to get to where you want to be that would change everything. Your whole experience of that. Your whole experience. If there was no race and no rush and you knew that it was actually working and maybe it's going to take you 15 years and not four. Mm. But if you if this is where you want to be and this is what you want to do, it, it doesn't matter that it's taking that time. Because the joy is in, in the doing now. It isn't yeah. in chasing that elusive sort of yeah. end outcome. Yeah. No, and if you, if you let yourself believe I am successful now, and yes, you might feel... you. There might be more external success to come in the years to come, but yeah. um, if you know that you are already successful right now, even if like maybe you're still studying a coaching degree, yeah. you're still successful. Like you can still say, "I am successfully, co- you know, studying this learning coaching. and training." Yeah. yeah, it actually just changes everything, and it takes the. It just, it's like you just open up to all these possibilities because you're letting yourself see yourself and enjoy where you are. Mm, so beautiful oh Casey thank you so much I'm thank aware you. of our time that you need to um but you have some really beautiful offerings coming up that I would love you to share um with yeah. everyone so do you want to just take some time to yeah. talk about that thank you so I have the aligned and unstoppable mastermind which is starting in March where are we 2022 um and that is all about belief belief work it's Mm. changing our beliefs to create bigger results that we have potentially never created before and that's internal results so feeling completely different about how you shop in your business and how you you know see yourself your identity yourself your self-identity your self-concept and also external results so maybe that's for you signing more clients or making more money or creating a podcast and becoming more visible or whatever it is it's we're looking at both of those and it all starts Mm -hmm. with our thoughts and we do I'm really excited for the um 
that the process that we do. So there'll be co- weekly calls, there's coaching, there's breakthrough like Q and A sessions, there's co-writing and co-working sessions, so um, cool. and then there's healing sessions towards the end of the month for nervous system regulation and you know kinesiology, energy balancing, and all of that. And then we cycle through that monthly for six beautiful months together, and. Then I have my business after babies masterclass, which is all about changing our beliefs about what it takes and what it means to either move from, so there's two strings. There's the, the women who haven't had babies yet. So maybe they're thinking about it or they're not sure or they're pregnant or they're on maternity leave, you know, pre-bob, whatever it is. And then there's the stream for women who've had a baby or two, or whatever, whatever age that little person is. It's looking at what your business will look like, what it means for you, how you can show up with Mm. this greater impact and joy and ease no matter where you are in that cycle of having a baby and navigating your business and your baby with more ease so um that's included in the mastermind actually because it's just it's such important work kind of wherever you are on that so the links for that I guess I can pop them. They can pop them in the show. I can send you the link or they'll be wherever anyone is listening to us there'll be a link there there'll be a link um, but you can just also head to CassieMendozaJones.com or you can DM me on Instagram and I can send you the info. And yeah, so those are my two offerings at the moment. And I'm so excited to just get started because I think I just know it's such important work, how we mm. think about ourselves and how we think about our success and how we think about where we want to be. Yes. We can change all of that. So we can change what we create in our businesses and lives. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, and I know you will hold such an incredibly magical space you know mm-hmm. in both of those offerings so um yeah I really encourage anyone that's enjoyed this conversation to go and check those links out because yeah they'll be amazing thank you this is such a beautiful chat. yeah this was so, so much fun I really enjoyed this and um yeah that's it and we'd love to hear from you guys you know if, if you've enjoyed this if there were some ahas or some awarenesses reach out to either Cassie or myself or both of us and um, let us know we would really love to hear if you enjoyed that episode you'll like other things I've made for you come over to my website to grab some freebies check out my books and learn more about how we can work together in my courses and coaching programs you'll also find me over on Instagram at Cassie Mendoza Jones I'll pop the links in the show notes I hope to catch you on the next episode